Welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits no. here at the Recycle Garage. No! What am I supposed to take away? I don't know. <laughs> in sunny, sunny Santa, Santa Cruz, Cruz California. California. USA! Yeah, it was beautiful today though too, right? Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, so let's see. Who do we have in the garage tonight, Doug? Uh, there's me. Just, just me. <laughs> <laughs> I tore the shit out of my pants today. Look. I, 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 he, I, he totally is like, fucking there's, bad. There's <laughs> me and my balls. I've been looking. That's who's in the and garage. I was I was grinding and welding all day, and I, I had hot pants. <laughs> they're, still, really, they're still kind of hot. I have burn marks in my boxers. I had to I had to parts. get his attention. He was grinding, and there's a huge gash in the middle in the front of his pants. The sparks were shooting in to his pants <laughs> and cupping around his boxers and shooting out the back <laughs> so. as well. <laughs> Are you cupping? Are you saying he's, that you were grinding so hard you tore your pants? I was grinding so he, his, hard I tore my pants. Grinding was cupping the balls. He's, he's a grinder. But it was nice and cool balls. all day, so yeah, that's yeah. good grinding. Uh, who else was in the, <laughs> in the house? So, so uh, let's see. We got Cat, uh, not in the pretty girl couch, but in the even be more beautiful chair over there. Aww. And we got Doug living large, caviar and limos, and got time for bullshit demos. <laughs> Liza, <laughs> Isaac. We don't, get to, do no, we we don't get to do our thing. No, we don't get to do our thing. It's okay. Uh, all right, sort of, thing he certainly today. took it away. That's Jim's doing all of our <laughs> intros for us. <laughs> right? so he sounds so much cooler when he does it. <laughs> so we have Cat in the corner? <laughs> now I don't have something to say, goddammit. <laughs> we got Doug. Yo. Liza. Quote her today. I got blood on my tutu. I did. It sucked. <laughs> that was that was almost as, good up. As, almost as good as the bruise of a... Shift lever, a clutch yeah. lever. Another story. We got Isaac. Hey. Emma. I got salsa on my cami top. <laughs> got a lot of other shit on there, too. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. <laughs> and on the pretty girl couch, we have Leah. Hi there. And Jamie. Hello. Can we just go back real quick to Leah, who does not sound happy to be here? What was that? Come on. <laughs> She's smiling. This is making my birthday. It's absolutely fantastic. Hi there. I'm sorry, I get really nervous. And on the Pretty Girl Couch tonight, we have Leah. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was way too much pressure. I'm I did sorry. hear her silent laugh, though. The silent she laugh she was is her. a silent laugher. And joining Jamie on the Pretty Girl Couch, or joining Leah on the Pretty Girl Couch <laughs> is Jamie. He's Hi. prettier than I am. No. Mm-mm. No. Not no, a chance. <laughs> i got to tell you, you make a fabulous couple. I mean... Yeah. Sitting there on the couch, mm-hmm. you clearly belong to one another. Wow, thank you. lost Bosley, though, sorry. Yeah, well, Bosley's... He's not into it. He, he does what he, he does. does. Yeah, Bosley's a whore. He just <laughs> <know> <laughs> Bosley's roaming, and last but not least, we have Bex. And in the rainbow unicorn hat... Uh, I say Tootsie Rolls, not Ginger Rolls. Oh, my God. Oh. We, and, uh, yeah, the rainbow unicorn what? hat, we have Big Jim. Oh, Big Jim. Hey, 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 hey. Well, that only oh. took 20 minutes. That was painful. All right, I'll edit that out. <laughs> so glad I'll never have to do that again. So, uh, of course, another beautiful sunny day here in Santa Cruz. Uh, so sunny. I'm so uh, sunny. Jamie and Leah, how, how was it up here? Did it? So freaking amazing. I know. Right? I want to move up here. I know. Seriously. Can so, you hear how stoked they are? I know, really. Yeah. Sorry. Well, until, I, until I told her the price of the housing. Yeah. Yes, that was yeah. the. We're now back up to before the um, 
the crash. We've just now exceeded it. I think the median home it's, price. It, it's over 800 now, is over, isn't it? Is a, yeah. over 800. So, yeah. It's expensive. Um, but we did get a lot of stuff done today. But first, let's talk about what happened yesterday. This was a yesterday? lot of fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Naked Jim and I took the girls to Hollister. We went dirt biking. So, um, Angela, my neighbor, who just recently drank the Kool-Aid and started on the gateway drug of the little 50cc scooter. She's one of us. One of us. She's so hooked now, too. And now Jim's like, hey, you can borrow my Nighthawk 250. Try it out. Now she's like, I want to I wanna get a license. I want a big bike. So she, she walked away with a tattoo. Like the most natural tattoo. Uh, we'll get to that. So, um, and I wanted to take uh, our friend Tiffany, who was here when we did the dirt bag episode with Paul Brown and Tiffany came down. And Tiffany's going to be going with me to Pakistan later this year. And she has not ridden in the dirt. So I wanted to give her some experience in the dirt. So I thought, hey, let's take her to to Hollister and learn to ride. We can borrow Jim's little bikes. And then he's like, well, if we're taking her, let's take some of the other women. And Bex said she wanted to learn how to ride. And Angela, who just barely started riding bikes, we're like, this will be fun. No problem. I want to say the first thing, it was, it worked out well in that all three of them took instruction well. When we take dudes like Donut and they're all like, yeah, yeah, I got it. Let me go. You know? Like Butaki Dave. uh, (laughs) Butaki Dave. To have these three women just listen to everything you said and then actually do it. I think that they were writing better than I was on the first Uh, day. Liza, when, when did you plan this? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. Like did, last week. Why didn't yeah. you invite me, darling? Um, I, th- I did on no, Tuesday. No, you didn't. Somebody's did. a little green. No, in the I did. There. So, all right. Um, <laughs> you did not. So we had the bikes we had uh, for the beginners. We had three bikes for the beginners. The TTR 125. That's a good bike, right? Mm-hmm. And then we had the TTR 225. It's getting a little bit bigger, but it's still manageable. And they were like, all right, we got three of them, though. Oh, the next smallest bike we had was a DR350. Right. <laughs> well, I have a TTR, too. I know, but we didn't want to drive around picking everything up. So we're like, well, we'll just put Bex on the big bike. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting, I had the night before, had planned like in my head and gone over oh yeah this is what i'm gonna do on this little 125 i'm like oh i'm gonna just take it and mm, yeah then i got put on this big bike so what what were you thinking when you're going in like what were you prepared for did you think you're gonna get hurt or do you think you're just gonna be like what, what did you think it would be like uh, well all i knew is that i was gonna get dirty and that's what I was prepared for. <laughs> I'll interject. She was slightly more prepared from that. The night before, I got a text that was something like, I've got my bathing suit. I've got sunscreen. I've got oh, yeah. vice grips. I've got pliers. I've got all this stuff. Mm-hmm. She was very well prepared. And I, then he said, take a vacation from that. I, and I have yeah. to say, I was, I was mean to her in the morning when she arrived so you know what <laughs> she she was so excited she just shows up like do you need help can i do this hey what, you want me to just run real quick and go get that in the store she just wanted to be so <laughs> helpful and i'm like oh my god i need you to just sit down and just 
just sit, just stop. Like we got that this. was before coffee. Oh my gosh! And I'm like, I understand you're excited and that you want to like repay the favor in advance. I understand. I, I got a little bit mean, but I knew what it was. So um, we got there, um, got them all on bikes. They they started off around in the parking lot, um, learning how to lean the bike. Um, uh, Jamie and Leah, have you guys been dirt biking? No, no, not really. So a lot of people don't realize who haven't been dirt biking that it's a completely different control to the bike than on the street. So you have to kind of unlearn what you know. Normally on the street, you're leaning into the turns and kind of pushing the bike w- with you. But on dirt, it's different. You are pushing the bike down and you're staying upright. Good to know. Mostly. Mostly. Yeah, mostly. Totally opposite. So it's kind of a lot. There's a few things that are instinctual. And also, we're used to using our front brake and then the back brake. But in dirt, you're using the back brake and then the front brake. So yeah. there's instinct, like instinctual things that you need to relearn how to do. They were on it. Quick learners. So, Bex, what was your experience? How, how, how was it? So the, the 350 was um, a lot to handle. <laughs> It was. I, I was like, all right, I got this, I got this. I'm just following instructions. And then um, it was great. I felt very comfortable uh, with you guys. You were just straightforward, gave good, clear instructions, and also were patient. And that made me feel very comfortable, um, especially taking on a bigger bike particularly one that I was anticipating, um, but one that I could barely um, maneuver, especially in through ruts and like, I mean, man, it felt so good taking that big bike through some mud puddles and up over stuff and I caught some air was still, on the back. still mud puddles out there? There were. Really? It was great. We were, it's, been, it's been dry. Well, you know, we went down uh, Harmony Gate and uh, down in kind of that oh, the yeah, middle of Harmony Gate. Yeah, kind it's of those, all wooded. Right, so the, the big puddles have turned into smaller puddles now. So we, yeah, anyway, it was fun. Yeah, and Jim made a point to, to take everyone over to this mud puddle bog thing and just let everyone go through it. And I thought they'd be kind of shy. No, they were just <laughs> ripping, were ripping through it. Yeah, no, Bex charged through it. Then, uh, yeah, she came around some back way. I'm like, oh, there's like a, a creek or there something was. back there. Mm-hmm. So we had fun, like, messing around. It in was fun. Um, Bex, did you crash? No. Well, I I mean, technically, kind of, maybe. I don't know how you did. Jim? Did you fall off the bike? Mm, I stepped off of the bike. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about fall. It's like our typical fall. It's a fall mm-hmm. over. We were doing, well, I'll let you describe it. What were we doing? Oh, uh, we were doing a hill climb. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it wasn't just like a hill. It was a hill with massive ruts and some like debris and some dirt that kind of collapsed on you. And that's when, that's what happened kind of with you. And then yeah I, I like totally fell into the dirt like 12 feet into my attempt my first attempt and um and then there were two levels yeah that was that was a it was it was a fun hill climb. it was it was not only were they were they quick studies which is really nice um but they were all pretty fearless and uh you know they all charged ahead and yeah me and beck's at this hill climb it's the one hill climb before the two hill climb and we're looking at it it's pretty pretty rutted up um and it's those kind of ruts that there's multiple ruts as you go up the hill climb, but in the middle there's these big, you know, the big gnarly ones are like two feet w- deep. Which hill climb? You know the double hill climb? So leading up to the double hill climb. The double hill climb. 
Anyway, if you uh, the Twin Hills, yeah, over the top, Twin Hill, okay. But it's anyways. You're leading up to that. anyway. But it was just really rutted up, and there you could pick some paths. And well, when I went up, my my throttle bogged down, so I kind of burp, 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 and then I hit the throttle and spazzed out the rest of the way up until I crashed. And then, um, but Bex was fearless. We both kind of fell over, went back down to the bottom, <laughs> and I was kind of scoping out this little volunteer track up the side where I'm like, oh, at least it, maybe it won't be ruddy. And Bex is like, no, let's do it again. You gotta so try did. everything twice. Yeah, no, which I, which I was <laughs> like, hold on one second, I gotta get Bosley up. Yeah, let's up. figure the dog out. Bosley, <laughs> when he was barking, they're trying so hard to get him on the couch. He's every, doing everything but. Every time he barked, I could see his asshole contract. <laughs> <laughs> why, why are you looking at Bosley's? Uh, don't um, answer that. Don't answer that. So anyway, I appreciate that Bex was like, no, nah, dude, let's do it again. So which is great when you fail at something and then you try it again and succeed. Oh. That's so powerful. So I, was, I really appreciated Bex and everybody. <laughs> Give him the damn treat. Oh, Bosley's going to bite your finger. It? Yes. Yeah, I, I brought some later. beef jerky and Bosley's all Does over it. Have, uh, no wonder he's not sitting on the couch. <laughs> he looks like a puppy now. Um, and so, and Tiffany, I took her around the park and I took her on the hill climb as well. Not the giant one, but the Twin Hills. I'm like, okay, you ready to do it? She's like, okay. What other one besides Twin Hills? Well, there's giant. the big one above the motocross track. That's it just and then there's the Twin Hills and has the up, two up, smaller up, 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 ones. Up. Mm-hmm. So we're up at Twin Hills and she's like, Okay, so I, I go up first and I said, Look, you just gotta get the speed and just go for it. And so she 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 I hear her going and then I don't hear anything. So I get off my bike at the top and I come and look over the edge. She's halfway up, she's on the trail and the bike is off at an angle in the tall grass. <laughs> I'm like, What happened? She launched it. <laughs> she's like, I jumped off. <laughs> and, and she landed on her feet <laughs> she's like a ninja she just bailed um but i think the most epic crash was the well it was it was the, <laughs> how do we even explain it we were just at a stop i was just parked and was watching like oh that that was with the and, mud and angela i feel like somebody hit me from the back of my bike and i just like you know when you're messing around with somebody who's bumping uh-huh. their tire so i but I, I was sitting there with the brake on so i was like what are you doing and then it kept like lunging and pushing and lunging i'm like what the hell and i'm kind of walking my bike forward well she had lost control and was kind of whiskey throttled but it hit me and was just kind of at an angle trying to get control of the bike and just whiskey throttling at my leg and uh what happened was when she hit me the bar slapped around and she broke the clutch lever on her thigh which she has a perfect imprint bruise of a clutch lever but to her credit that actually it was a, a bike malfunction the as we found the throttle cable was a little too tight so when she turned hard it pulled on the throttle cable which caused it to accelerate and that's why when she, I think she was bent up under your rear tire, you guys were like so wedged in there. We're trying to pull the bikes apart. Yeah. But I think that was it because we ended up losing, loosening the throttle cable thanks yeah, to Bex yeah, later yeah. in the day. We we were at the mud puddle water kind of fun hazard thing and uh, we had to take a hard left. And with that TTR 125 going left, the throttle just ex- just went crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently that was like a malfunction of the bike. But Angela, she's like all credit to her, balls to the walls. And that one, she's like, oh, man, okay, paying attention to the throttle. I, like after the accident, she thought that she had done it. Well, you turned it. And if you turned it, the throttle um, had a greater tension. And that actually I've experienced on my Honda Hawk. So it's something that 
mm, maybe not just a, a dirt bike. That's a street bike, my, my street bike, uh, where you turn, the throttle cable goes a little tight, and it throttles up by itself. And that's a very dangerous thing, particularly in corners, which we experienced with her constantly or like continuously bonking into Liza. Well, all TTR 125s do that. Oh, that's, what that's it our is. secret. <laughs> so it was a good time. It was it was a real pleasure to take out three people who listened to what you said and actually applied it. And I think they had a quicker learning curve because of it. It was fun. And I I know Angela said she dreamed about awesome. dirt biking last night. Did you, Bex? Oh, um, no. I was, <laughs> I was pretty pretty done. <laughs> yeah, she was you, done. You know what I, I, I appreciate? It was real satisfying. Was it the, in the very beginning of the day, everybody's real nervous, and it's kind of that just uncertainty of not doing it before. But by the end of the day, everyone was going fast. People were catching air. People were turning hard, breaking hard. It was a lot of fun. So it was nice to see people progress that oh, far in one day. And the park was empty. Mm-hmm. It totally was the beginning empty. of no red sticker. It was mm-hmm. empty. It was awesome. For those of you who don't know, Red Stickers, bikes you can only ride about nine months out of the year from now until October. It's Green Sticker, which is a 2002 and, and older dirt bike. Or that, plated. Right, or plated. So it's an emissions, so it's a California emissions yeah. thing. And, Shitty and emissions so you can't for, ride in the summer. We always buy dirt, Green Sticker bikes. So we can go riding all, all year long. Um, so right now at the parks in California, there ain't shit going on. Um, but there were no mishaps today when we did our ride in the Pride Parade. Yeah. <laughs> Which um, I want to say uh, for anyone, I know a lot of people may be outside of their world to go to a Pride Parade. But traditionally at Pride Parades, it's led by the Dykes on Bikes. Um and it used to have quite the contingent of dykes on bikes of which I would come right along. But over the years, I started say, inviting, like, I, I, I broke that mail barrier when I invited Douglas years ago. Yeah, but And I started inviting more friends and less and less dykes started the, showing up. <laughs> am I the first male to ever ride in the Pride Parade in Santa Cruz? Uh, maybe. And... Uh, then so today we all showed up in all of our fun outfits and glory it's like me and all my friends and there were just two dykes on bikes there mm-hmm. and they were so happy to see us and i rode with my my seven-year-old friend enzo on the front he was waving proud oh yeah right at the fun. cops <laughs> <laughs> so oh, to, to back this bad. up we all leave <laughs> we all leave from like three blocks away from the start of the parade and we don't wear helmets in california you have to wear a helmet on the street so we're all riding in a group over over to the staging area and usually the cops don't say shit you know we just go there we do our thing and we come right back and <laughs> they got a they, picture they, of the scene they kind of look wearing. the other way and we come to the stop sign and enzo's just like oh, we're totally <laughs> waving at the cops we're like stop it man well he was wearing a helmet <laughs> yeah he had a helmet yeah. on because i mean he's a kid and stuff but um yeah it was it was uh we usually don't try to draw it, attention it's to quite the scene like that the funny thing is um, we were left in two groups and uh, Emma and I led a second group after you guys had left and we weren't sure where to where to right. cut in to find the front, right? And I looked and we paused it on Locust Street for a moment because I saw the marching band. I'm like, eh. but I wasn't sure because there were so many people. So we kept going and it, just by by, def, by all the detours, we had, did a big lap around town, which was kind of fun. Um, and then we came back down and we're going down to the, there's the marching band and a sea of people. I'm like, oh shit, are we going to get through here? So we just started beeping the horn in. Yeah, revving the engines yeah, and did. it parted like a sea they're like yeah, they were laughing and they were like wooing it was great it yeah, was lovely this, they did the same for us when we came in and I was 
in the front with Liza beeping a little music tune out of her scooter. <laughs> yeah. Every parade needs motorcycles in the front. It was fun. Um, Emma is under the impression that she was the hit of the parade. Well, no, I, I think Christopher was. And he was on the back of my bike. The combo the of you of two was fantastic. So exactly. I mean, it was fantastic. I was behind you, and I just thought, how beautiful. It was a beautiful thing. Well, Chris had his rainbow wings on. Chris had his rainbow wings on. <laughs> Little else besides work boots, but... Yes. Right. And he's about six inches shorter than you. Yes. He's yeah. a tiny guy. Mm-hmm. But it, it was a beautiful thing, and um, we were very well received. I got to say, my, my f- second favorite thing, because my first favorite thing was just the community. I love Pride and, and everybody. My second favorite thing is we were kind of racing a little bit, you know, like, whoa, make a noise. <laughs> you got in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I make a U-turn, and there's these two women going, slow down, yelling at me, slow down. I look, and it was uh, my son's fifth grade math teacher. <laughs> 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 well, I, mi- I miss never It's all right. I Liza and I did head-to-head burnouts one year. So. <laughs> yeah. We, we really? got scolded from that, too. <laughs> everybody was like, eh, stop, it smells bad. Yeah. I think well, my favorite thing about it was hearing Liza skidding around. <laughs> yeah. Fucking scooter, dude. I in was my evil Knievel laughing suit. so hard I could barely keep a straight line. <laughs> all I heard in the back was like, and Liza like giggling and, <laughs> and then going and you Enzo and Enzo, Enzo. Enzo. Oh, front too, just like yes so I would funny. just lay on the throttle and then immediately slam on the real, rear brake and just alongside the sides of the crowds or I did it like when there was a photographer not paying attention I just didn't went right for him yeah, can can you lock an elite rear brake you can. from what oh, I remember yeah. so there good. isn't much there you can so you good. certainly can <laughs> That was fun, but then there was also uh, some writing today done by Jamie and Leah, who got two different escorted rides. Nice. Yes. Let's hear from them. Um, Yeah. You like the roads up here? Yeah, amazing. Awesome roads, huh? So what was the first ride? brand new tires, so I was like, I don't even know if they have 100 miles on them yet, so I was a little sketchy. The first ride was just to the... um, Lighthouse. Lighthouse, yeah. Well, Jamie, before you go any further, tell the listeners what you're riding, because you're riding something quite trick. Yeah, I ride an uh, 09 Harley-Davidson XR1200. It's quite a... Um, that's like a unicorn Harley-Davidson. They're cool, man. <laughs> yeah. That's what that's what Clay got sideswiped on, right? Yeah, I think so. They're cool. Yeah. I like them. Yeah, it's really... it's it's You, you, you think it's kind of weird, but then it's really fun to knock around on. I don't know. I try not to be like the harley guy right um i really love that bike those are cool bikes though i came I like off, them i came off a, a cb 900 f uh that had a brat seat oh nice i like the <laughs> cb 900 f yeah it's a great bike and and i that's like kind of the reason why we showed up here because i want to like do the carbs myself on that thing uh-huh. mm-hmm. i already had them jet jetted and um i've cleaned a few carbs but like i don't know if I really want to do that myself or not, but because they're CVs and oh, you're fine. Yeah, you're. Fine. Is that where I saw Liza giving you advice you about using drill in. bits? Yeah, we were trying. <laughs> that. that was for I the. Give uh, you some bad for, advice for right now. Leah's bike, the um, KZ440. No, was, see. Oh, those are Emma, awesome bikes. Emma, you yeah. may you may disagree, but um, they have pod filters on there, uh, stock pipes and it runs crappy and i assume that it's right. not been jetted right and i said you know most people will tell you 
just put it back to stock, get the stock air box. And that's because they know how much work it is to try and get it right. jetted is just this, right. Is this the one Honda that can't be jetted right? CB9? No, 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 no. This is the LT, LTD 440. So yeah. my advice was oh. it's it can be expensive to buy a lot of jets, keep replacing right. them. What I do on these bikes is you get that small miniature drill bit set and start just drilling it out in increments <laughs> until you find the sweet spot. Oh, my God. Mechanics Emma actually drill. grabbed her head. Emma, <laughs> so my, do I. No, my brain, too much? my brain just melted. No, it's a very, very simple formula. Um, if you take the stock bike, so if if we presume you've got a quiet exhaust system on it yeah. and it's a little drilled standard airbox, and let's presume that the main jet's 110. If you change the pipe, just the pipe... No, well, the pipe is still stuck. Well, okay. but I'm just going to give people Got a formula, a, a range. You want to go up about 5% for an open Wait, pipe. Wait, is this a top tip? No. Okay. If you change the... <laughs> this Custom is tip. If you change the airbox to advice. a pod filter, you want to go up about 15%. So if you're running a 110 main jet, you want to, well, you want about a 125 in, and that's a good starting point. And then usually, as long as you're okay on the main, you can usually mess around, jack up the needles. And I don't, there's no other jet, right, on that carb. I believe it's the no, one jet. Or the, one of no, the jets you've got a main, you've got an idle. Um, Isn't yeah. it one plugged? One of the jet holes has got a plug in it? Yeah, but it, it's get, it's get fed through the orifice through oh. the main jet, so... Um, yeah, I mean you can go up a little bit on the idle jet, but mostly you you can get a decent idle off the off the volume screw or the air screw. It's more important to get when you set up a carburetor, you set up the top first, you set up flat out first, then you set up the middle, and the final thing is you set up the idle, and that's so, the stage you do it in. Miss Emma, what do you mean by the top? You ride it flat out, top and I mean flat out top of the rev range you cut the engine at the top of the rev range you pull over by the side of the road you pull your plugs out have a look at your plugs and if they're nice and gray or cookie colored you're right on so if they're black and sooty you're too fat if they're white you're too lean <laughs> and you get the top done right first so you, you don't have, have to, to get the top done. You don't have to chop the plug, the threads off to look at the part that you need to see. I've heard like plug chop. No plug chop. It's a, a plug chop is exact. You you chop the throttle, pull the plug, ah. have a look at it. So that's that's <laughs> why they call it a plug chop. But that's the technique. You ride it absolutely flat out. The noises coming out of that dog are biblical. <laughs> so and, so oh, you're so doing that was me. Sorry. Wait wait. wait. So, <laughs> I'm looking at a Cafe Racer magazine. <laughs> you don't necessarily have to uh, have to even ride it. You could just put it in neutral, rev it up. No, it's, it, I mean it's always best it's to load better it. Better under yeah. load. Yeah, 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 it's yeah unless absolutely. you've got access to a rolling road. I mean, if you if you've got access to a dyno, great. But you need to put the engine under load because just revving it, you're not loading the engine. You're oh, not okay. put the engine under load. Mm -hmm. The best way is just you know. I mean, everybody's got that quiet abandoned road somewhere. So and yeah, you, Highway One. And you don't need to ride it flat. <laughs> out in top gear this is an important thing you can ride it flat out in first gear yeah if you're worried about speeding 
Just you need to get the throttle wide and the revs high. But it's much more fun in six. Yeah, yeah. it does have. Oh. So, so you you said you said if you're putting on straight pipes up at five percent, if you're putting on like pod filters up at fifteen percent. Yeah, exactly. I mean, pod filters make a huge difference to the jetting of a bike because airboxes do tend to be quite restrictive. Um, if I don't dig pod filters, I mean, most of the custom bikes I build have still got the stock airbox on just because it's <laughs> number one is difficult or, to or, jet, but number two you let. <laughs> That's all you're hearing. Or a supercharger. <laughs> Can I hear that sound again? <laughs> Pass the spaghetti. Yeah, exactly. That, that sounds Some, like Bosley. Yeah, it is. You get Bosley noises under you. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, but well, you don't ride Bosley. If no. you're doing both of those, do you, do you put yeah, on about 20%, 20 Yeah, about or is 20, it still 15 Yeah, 20 25%. Okay. I mean, I had a Bonneville on my bench this week, and Bonneville's come stop with 110 standard. I had to go up to 150 but I mean, that cat—he'd got open pipes on it. He'd got uh, no airbox on it with pod filters. Got the air injection system removed. A lot of smog stuff removed. And I had to just keep going up and up. So I went up forty percent. And it, God, the thing ran Damn. so well. Oh my God, that thing was quick. But I, you know, it's—it's just a starting point. A lot of it's seat of your pants. And does that murder your gas mileage? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Any time that you start oh, yeah. messing around with a carburation, your gas mileage is going to go down the toilet. And that's they've why got it pretty you optimized lose the, the Craig Vetter Fuel Economy Challenge. Oh, oh, <laughs> what did you get? I have, an, I have a question for you, Liza. Are we doing the Fuel Economy Challenge again this year? Uh, yeah. Let's hope so. When yeah. is it? I'll go Can as a baseline. Usually it's 4th of July. <laughs> oh, no, no. Yeah. It's 4th of July weekend. Yeah, 4th of July weekend. I haven't found out if it's the weekend that we're going to be at Vintage Days. I looked or the weekend and I want to say no. I think it's actually. Oh, yeah, it's closer. the weekend before. So, yeah, the so it's the weekend before. 4th of July is the middle so of the week. So like, it's like July 1st or something like that. Well, the 28th am, is a Wednesday of June. So I want to yeah. do, do like a uh, fuel economy challenge. One, just like raw fuel economy, and then another as a ratio by weight of the bike. And see who wins that. All right, you have fun with that. Yep. So my my top tip is when you drill out the jets on the carburetor, throw them in the trash take, and burn <laughs> the trash can. What you want to do is you want to file off the size that's engraved oh, yeah. on, on it, the side? so yeah. that your mechanic doesn't get pissed off at you. If you file it off and it's, you're so you're not. Say the, the printed number. You're not having a 110 that's drilled out to 125 and really or throwing mechanics Or you can just put a off. question mark after the yeah. jet set. Yeah. Oh, if just you just take a, a Sharpie <laughs> and just write over the numbers, you'd be good. Just put your fucked on the side. 115 yeah, ish <laughs> Hey, you know what? We have so many emails. We're so behind. Emails. Um, but we have a lot that go to some questions and topics. So I wanted to try and get to some of these and bring up some of the topics. Okay. So I have one here from Chris Teets. Hello, Chris. Hi, Chris. <laughs> Chris Teets says, hello, my name is Chris Teets. Yes, you read that right. Teets, go ahead. They are- <laughs> <laughs> I they love they Teets. Teets are, teets are good. Now that the laughter has stopped. All right. <laughs> no, we're not done yet. Wait. Not <laughs> quite. Wait, can we add Douglas's last hey, name to if that If we one? got married, we'd be Little <laughs> Teets. Little Teets. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's your Indian name. I love it. <laughs> okay. Now that the laughter has stopped, <laughs> I'm 23 year old, three years old, and been riding since 16 or so. He started out on a 86 Honda Fat Cat. Google it, he says. I don't even I know, know what that fact. is. It's I know. It's a, the I know big, what it's that the is. big, it's like a big wheel one. Three wheeler with two wheels. Oh, 
It's a three wheeler with two wheels. Yeah, it's yeah, just okay. like the super wide forks of a three wheeler. Right. Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty cool little things. And yeah. he is from beautifully sunny Cleveland, Ohio. He <laughs> <laughs> says, "I first heard you on the Cleveland Meadow podcast at Vintage Days. Cool. After that episode, I started listening, y'all, and have never thought of stopping. You guys truly make it feel like I'm hanging in the garage with a beer, just bullshitting about bikes. <laughs> so he's got two bikes in his garage. First bike is a '75 Honda CB 500T. Nice." Did they come in 500? He says, he says, I know, Emma, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, and the, I will tell you, I will tell you, Christie's, why I dislike that bike so much. I will tell you why. Because it was developed from the CB450, which was such a beautiful bike. Oh, my God, I love the 450. I like and the 450, too. And the 500 was such a letdown over the 450. Well, why? Because of the, cause the aesthetics or because of the engine? Or well, what? a little bit of both. I mean, you know, and in Honda's defense, it was 1975-76, so the emissions were starting to take hold. And mm -hmm. the 450 was really Honda's first attempt as a street bike, so they were dirty. Before this run. turns into history, well, right, let me finish right, the email. All right. So, um, <laughs> I like him as Because I know him, I know, but I found the bike for $250. Well, that's so, all right, darling. <laughs> as my first bike, I think I'm justified. I, I'll agree. Yeah. As you can imagine, it did destroy the top end. However, I found all the parts I need from a nice man on the Honda Twins forum. I love the forums for these I'm on Honda Twins. Uh, the bike didn't run with no title when I found it. For six months, it was a labor of love to bring the old bear back to life and street legal. His second bike is a 93 you ready for this jamie harley davidson sportster 1200 oh yeah. yeah he's riding hd I like he's only guys. had the bike for about three weeks so far but he's put about 250 miles on it and fucking loves it nice uh for the sake of a question and topic he would love to hear a discussion about lighting. Douglas, you know a bit about this. He says specifically LED conversion. Uh -huh. Are there options out there that don't require you to add more components? Oh, yeah. I've seen a lot of plug-and-play LED replacement bulbs. However, it seems like you should really need to add load restrictors to trick your bike into thinking the bulb is incandescent. Only what are your thoughts? on the indicator. Turn, sig it turn yep. signals. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, so, okay, you, I'm going to answer this in a nutshell. Go to eBay and type in LED motorcycle, and it's going to give you a whole slew of stuff. Go ahead, change up your indicators to LED. You can uh, eBay search LED load balancer. It's about six dollars. It's a little orange thing. You can even adjust how fast how fast it flashes. I have three of those on different bikes. Um, as far as the headlight, you're going to have to kind of get something that's probably not DOT approved, but who really cares anyway? Um, and they're basically plug and play. And uh, there's no high beam, low beam. It's just uh, you can either a get beam. A, a, it's a beam. Can, it's a beam. You can find so, those on superbrightleds.com, yeah, right? Superbrightleds.com. Uh, but I get all my stuff on eBay, and I, I've got a couple different bikes with LEDs on them, and they, they work great. And... Um, you just plug them in. You don't have to get a, a now, ballast or anything like that. Now, you're an advocate of the LED headlight. I like the super bright blue light incandescent You ones. like the the HIDs or what? Yeah. Well, no, because HIDs are getting complex. They suck so you, much power. And they suck so much power. But if you get an H4 um, uh -huh. and get a Silver Star or something, 100 water, those things light up yeah. the night. The only thing... What bike's this going on? HD? No. Well, I'm getting... Yeah, they I'm guessing make a HD, lot. right? The one on my Supermoto is, what, 40 watts, I right. think. And it's bright as fuck. The only thing you've got to watch out, and this is a Motorcycles and Misfits top tip, if you're upgrading the lights on your bike, what we found at the shop 
a lot of the sport bikes, a lot of the Jixers and the R6s and the R1s have got charging systems that are just enough mm-hmm. to power the lights and so on and so forth. Once you start upgrading the lights, you start frying the charging system, particularly on Jixers. And there's a reason for this, because if you want a bike to go fast, if you put a stonking great alternator on the end of the crank, you're going to slow it down. So you use the smallest components possible. Well, that's fine. But if you start putting heavy loaders on stuff, the advantage with LEDs, they're pretty low load. They're Actually, low load. I ran it's into that with both my R6s, um, right. redoing my lighting system. So I did an HID conversion on one of them. and That probably um, fried the charging system. It didn't. Quick. So the the ba- so with HIDs you have to include a ballast, right. and um, it would actually the the HIDs would flicker off and on because there wasn't enough power to power them continuously. Uh huh. Which I found out um, only oh. happened on the high beam, which was great for lane splitting. <laughs> so, um, but for the most part, don't do that. But um, top tip. Yeah. If you is- have an 05 R6 and you convert it to an HID, you'll also have a headlight modulator. <laughs> Well, I mean, and a lot of the sport bikes are like that. You know, it's not that they've got bad charging systems. They just they give you just enough. They're Goldilocks. My my bike, which is a sport touring bike, which should have a large um, it should uh, should have a large charging system, was actually famous for having a crap Honda charging system. And uh, one of the famous upgrades for it was upgrade the alternator. How famous was it? Huh. How famous was it? Stars and stripes people who ride my bike. (laughs) We um. And it, yeah, one of the one of the popular upgrades for it was was to put a proper size alternator on it because it's a bike that you expect to put like heated grips or something on. But if you did, it would it would just it would fry it. What one of the most notorious Honda charging system snafus was back in the eighties when um, Honda upgraded the GL eleven hundred Goldwing to the twelve hundred, and. It was right around that time, you know, the whole accessory thing was really getting going for the Goldwings and people just loading these things up with all manner of stuff. And then we're frying the alternators and regularly. I mean, if you own a GL1200, you've either replaced the alternator or you're going to replace the alternator. That's how bad they were. Mm. But the only problem is you've got to pull the engine out to do it. Um, boo, boo. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. Boo. Oh. You have to and pull the engine to do anything on those bikes. Exactly. Right? And pulling the engine on a GL1200 is not fun, especially if you've got one of the Aspen cages with a fuel injection. This is digital fuel injection. This is like caveman fuel injection. So, um, yeah, Honda charging systems back then weren't kind of fruity. Uh, so, uh, can, I, can I, pet peeve? Yeah. I have been blinded by motorcycle super turbo bright headlights so going into a turn and all of a sudden i can't see anything i am that asshole yeah Yeah. and and that's not a safe asshole we like safe assholes right we want to be visible we need every advantage yeah i i would say that um high beam and low beam is a function that everybody should be using (laughs) right if you see somebody coming turn off your extra extra bright headlights it's not rocket science but at the same time i'm also going to put on every single super bright fucking led i can find onto my bike because people like to run us off the road (laughs) yeah i i run my high beam unless it's nighttime and i'm going against opposing traffic yeah or if i'm like i do too if i I don't tailgate people at night for obvious reasons but i will if i'm right behind someone nighttime so the, the the end of the email (laughs) 
<laughs> says, I won't lie. I really hope you guys read this on the air. I listen to your podcast at work, and if I heard my email read on the air, I might just come in my jeans. Oh! Hey, here's to Chris Teets coming. Yay! <laughs> I hope your coworkers appreciate that. <laughs> he says, thanks so much for, for what you all do. I can't wait to meet you folks at Vintage Days. Right P.S. His up-the-butt bike is a 1945 Harley-Davidson knucklehead, original and unrestored. Nice. Way. That's a nice choice. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good. Yeah. All right. Miss Emma, what you got there? Okay. Let's have a look. I haven't even read through this yet. This is from, uh, who is it from? Blah, blah, blah. He doesn't leave a name. It's from Australia. Okay. Um, Asa. Asa. Asa Jordine. <laughs> that is his name. <laughs> Hi, Misfits. <laughs> Thank you for your podcast. It really captures the energy, fun, and fever that motorcycling can give you. The enjoyable thing is that you guys don't take yourselves too seriously. Doug, you've got to stop taking yourself seriously. (laughs) And can enjoy and embrace all kinds of biking. Well, that's a true story. My quick story. Took up dirt biking at age 48. Nice. God. After my 15-year-old son went riding with a friend and told me how much fun he had. Pretty soon we had 1977 Yamaha DT250. That was $500. Cool. 1980 Yamaha IT175. Uh, I like the ITs. 220 bucks. 1980 Suzuki PE250. Never heard of them. PE250. Yeah, 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 PE. Pure enduro. Ah. Um, needed a new piston ring. Very fast bike. True that. Oh, All right. needed a little bit of coaxing to get rideable, but were cheap and fun. Crashed the DT250. Broke his collarbone. Well <sighs> done, Asa. Um Knew I had a fever because even after the surgery in plate, um, even <clears throat> knew I had the fever because even after the surgery and the plate in the shoulder, he was ready to go again. Here, so, I'm gonna have some more gin. Thank you, darling. Traded the DT250 <laughs> for another IT175, so he's like you, Doug. He likes those ITs. Mm-hmm. Um, 82 that needed a top end rebuild. As you can see, I love cheap old two smokers. You know, two smokers aren't getting too cheap anymore. Yeah. Yeah. They're getting up there. Um, next plan is to get the IT175 82 road legal, add lights and use it on road. Well, wow, good luck with that, dear. Yeah. Um, I'm on a learner permit, so I have to get road experience and go back to pass the test. One year on maximum 650 bike to power the weight of 150 kilowatts per ton maximum. The approved bikes include the Yamaha MT-07. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Where the hell is this guy from? Oh, from Australia. Yeah, right. yeah. There you go. Um, he's you didn't get the memo on that one, did you? Yeah, I didn't. I will be in California in July and August, and yes. I'm going to try and get out to your garage. Fantastic. Yes. Nice. Cool. Yes, he's already planning to go to Solvang. Very good. Right. Mm-hmm. Jameson's. Yeah. Even better. Um, the Peterson Museum down in L.A., and you need to throw on Moto Talbot in Carmel yep. Valley. Yeah, yep. you gotta go to see Moto Talbot. Um, it's yeah. such a neat place. Moto Talbot's cool. So yeah, thanks for the email. Awesome. All right, what do you got there, Isaac? Oh wait, um, I forgot to say, if he's coming here in July, um, heads up a lot. I've had a couple emails from people saying they want to come up this way, and you cannot take Highway One all the way up. You cannot. It says it'll be open June thirtieth. The, so it'll be open after next the land, year. the giant landslide. Yeah, that that 
That's what it says on the CHP website. It says a lot of things. And the bridge that's being (laughs) rebuilt? I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, we'll see. So heads up, you really need to check to see if the roads are open. Um, You know, for a lot of people who saw a ride with Norman Reedus, it was all about that ride up Highway 1. And parts of it are great, but uh, it's not all accessible right now. So check that out. What you got, Isaac? So I got an email from TC. Uh, He was down here a few weeks ago. Yes. Um, and apparently we exchanged numbers because he actually texted me the other day. Uh, <laughs> Is that who you call sweet tea? I've heard that. <laughs> no, that's someone else. Um, <laughs> hey, Liza and Misfits. I just wanted to say thanks again for allowing me to come in and join the fun on the podcast. It was a blast to be able to participate. Thanks for allowing me a shout out about starting Rose City's Recycle Garage. Yeah. After announcing on the podcast nice. about starting Rose City Recycle Garage in Portland, I've had a couple blokes contact me at Rose City Recycle Garage at gmail.com about getting together. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. Right. That is, There's that another really recycle cool. garage. Whack. Recycle three. <laughs> yeah. Where's the second one? Chilliwack. Chilliwack. Well, sort of, kind of. Is that a place? Yeah, Jessica. Yeah, Chilliwack is a place in Canada. <laughs> Jessica okay. has taken it over and is kind of keeping the spirit alive. Awesome. Um, very cool. A very big, uh, very big thank you for all the help and advice. Plastic chairs and an extra 10 millimeter. That's all you need to That's start need. a community. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, sh- <laughs> it's, it's a standalone sentence. I didn't get it. Um, show topic idea. Resto mod. I want to resto mod my 74 CB200. I love yeah. the look of the CB200, so yeah. I want to put a fuel-injected donor motor in wow. and update the suspension. What do you think? Wow. Cheers. TC. Yeah. Thanks for so CB two hundred. I mean, mm-hmm. I've, I've heard the I've, I've heard the Cleveland Moto guys talk about um, putting yeah, putting a putting a fuel injector kit, kit. on an old. I think a yeah, CB4 but you're cylinder. talking about CB two hundred is such a small bike. Um, they said it would cost like four hundred bucks for what they wanted to do, which I think was like a CB four hundred or a CB. You know CB what? I, you know what I'd put in the CB two hundred, EX three hundred engine. Yeah, fuel injected yeah. EX. Yeah, because your choice is kind of small. The, the you mean small like a modern Ninja three hundred? Yeah, insane. I mean, I think he was saying he wanted to put in an entire fuel injected donor. Motor, yeah, well, it's going to be it's going to be an EX three hundred engine. So that's your only choice. The Ninja three hundred is fuel injected. Yeah, that's the new ones. Yeah, yeah, could be small enough. That would be kind of badass. That would be really cool to have that vintage bike with yeah. a modern. Why right, right, right. with the CBR engine too? That's a thumper. Yeah, I mean, you know, I like. Yeah. I, I I'd like to point out, though, if you're making a bike like that go a lot faster, the suspension and brakes aren't aren't set up for that either. He said he wants to upgrade the suspension. Yeah, it'd have to be a full yeah. suspension and brake upgrade, um, too. I'll be honest, my personal opinion is bikes like the CB200, I think, are best off being restored uh, original. And that if Just you like want, this old Yamaha right here, right? <laughs> if, if you want a bike to do crazy Frankenstein stuff, I say take the unloved bikes. You know, the CB200 is a really nice classic I, bike. I must if 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 I was doing a CB200, I mean they make good power. They make like 20 horsepower, which doesn't sound like much, but it'll get you down the road. The one thing that's pretty woeful on them, which is true of any 70s bike, is they've got woeful brakes and suspension. So rather than upgrade the engine, keep the engine, keep the carburation, make the most of what oh, you've got, and just put decent so forks and decent... So just drill out the carb jets and then just replace <laughs> the Oh, God, I hate, I hate you so much right now, Liza. Um, but no, just put decent, decent shocks, decent forks, um, decent brakes on it. And ha- make the most of the power. So rather than think, oh, I'm going to mo- upgrade the power and still 
put up with these crappy 70s brakes is if you put decent forks and brakes and, and shocks on it, you can actually ride the thing flat out everywhere, which would be a so real know what trip. Would you be? could probably do like a front end swap on it from a, if you were to get a, a newer FI engine that's like a 300. Right. You could do a front end swap off that bike onto it so you'd have all the f- the, the yeah, exactly. brakes and everything. And Ima- you've got spoke wheels. So Emma, imagine if you upgrade the brakes and suspension. Yeah. You've got that classic styling and you put an electric motor in it. Wouldn't that be cool? <sighs> that would be so cool. That would be cool. The thing would just fly. But you know, I'm still a sucker for these 70s superbikes and um, we're talking about the Z1s, GS1000, Katanas that people Don't take... Don't look at me when you say Katana. Yeah, <laughs> I know you love them. But people take the basic engine, keep them with the gas tank, side panels and tail fairing stock, just put modern suspension, modern wheels on them. It looks so good. Especially if you keep with the wire spoke wheels. I mean, if you take an early 70s Z1... And then you put 17-inch front wheels, front and rear, lace wheels on it, big brakes, upside-down forks, like all in rear shocks. They look so good. That is a very expensive bike. Okay. But I'm that is, yeah, you're talking <laughs> 10 grand. I'm going to say if you want to put a newer fuel-injected engine in, just go stupid and just put an R6 in there. There oh. you go. Just go stupid. Uh, right? If you're going to do in it, you fact, might as well overdo it. <laughs> there was that guy at the Quail who had an R6 with a, a two-stroke RG500 ah, yeah, engine he goes in it. To, so, uh, he goes to the Dirtbag Challenge, too. Yeah, so I he's, drool over that bike He's all the got time. a spare R6 engine for your CB200. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. So there Problem are some solved. options. Uh, Doug, what do you got there? Speaking uh, of this front end This is swamps. from Andy. He says, hey, guys, I was listening to Hello, you. Andy. I was listening. Hello. Hello. Hello, Hello Andy. <laughs> I was listening to podcast 204 and heard someone, that be me, talking about a USD swap on a Honda CM. If they use a CBR front end, it should be a direct swap aside from modifying the stops. That's no problem. It's been a couple years, but I did the swap on mine with a set of bearings from All Balls. I believe I just used a set for CBR, but as you know, they will work with you to I'm throw assuming a kit like together. a like a CBR 600, like an F2. The stem something. length was identical between the two bikes. Uh, I've attached a pic of my bike, which looks amazing. Yeah, it looks fucking uh, good. To dude. give you an idea how it looks, the front end is off a CBR 929RR. Well, Andy, thanks for writing in. I I love love your bike. Um, (laughs) I just got this 1980 CM400, and I'm slowly converting it to something stupid. So thank you for your advice. Uh, I think the front end swap is going to be something down the road. Uh, More Right now, I'm more focused on it. Do it. Do it. Well, yeah. I mean, someday, if I keep riding the bike and I like it enough, um, I'll I'll spend the money and, and, you know, make it into a keeper. So yeah, thanks for the for the heads up. If you let me know what year that was, that would be helpful. Well, that if it's a ninety nine, it's really narrowing it down. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm yeah. not a CBR expert. Arr. Arr. Now, can, can I say that bike? Yeah, I love how too. whenever we say something stu- stupidly, it does a silent laugh, but her nose wrinkles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't laugh out loud because I snort when I laugh. <laughs> oh, come on. I feel your pain. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Oh, that, it, no, that does look rather jolly, doesn't it? Yeah, he's got a monoshock in the rear, too. Yeah, yeah. no. Like, he's there's not mono- much left of a, C, a CM400 well, there. No. And or a 450. is that a Brat-style seat? That is a Brat that's, seat. That's what Jamie put on his XR. All, all my bikes have Brat seats. I hear a thumper outside. Yeah, I do, too. <laughs> is that a knock? 
Beverly. Oh, yeah, it's probably not. No, um, it's too... Hey, cat. Too high for knock. Yeah. Someone's you, stealing my bike. Do you have something but to... But uh, always high. ...to read there? Uh, yeah. Sorry, I was distracted by the thumper. Um, so we've got a email from Hannah. Hello, Hannah. It's titled Suzuki TS100 Rebuild. I must be crazy. No, you mustn't. Hey, my name is Hannah. I'm 24 years old, and I currently live in the wonderful, wacky seaside town of Brighton, England. I grew up around motorbikes and have fond memories as a child of... Brighton my Rock. Sorry. <laughs> no, sorry, I just want to point out that was not there, Leah laughing. That was yeah. Bosley snorting. It's hard to tell the difference. <laughs> okay. okay, so let me try that again. Um, I grew up around motorbikes, and I have fond memories as a child of helping my dad when he used to ride and rebuild them in his garage. We used to travel down the English coast on his motorbike when I was around five years old to go camping. Emma, is, would that be like our, our highway one here? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, cool. You know, Brighton is... Um, oh, God, I love Brighton. A um, little larger than Santa Cruz, but very much a seaside town. A lot of Victorian splendor. And every year they do the London to Brighton vintage car run. So, anyway, carry on. My granddad built and rode two, and my brother currently rides, but it's taken me quite a while to pluck up the courage to start myself. A year ago, I took my CBT, which means that I can ride up to a 125cc. The next day I picked up a Sinus Trackstar 125? Sinus? I don't know. S-I-N-N-I-S. How do you pronounce that, Miss Emma, that that bike? Sinus? Sinus? I have no idea. I suspect it's made out of Chineseium. Yeah, Chineseium. Which I'm borrowing from my friend, riding daily and building up my confidence. I've done quite a bit of work on her already. Okay. He called her Bella. Um, With some guidance and trusty Haynes. I've replaced the throttle cable, rewired and changed the indicators, reseated the valves, cleaned the carb, etc., etc. Right wow. on. Yeah, very good. Wow. As Bella is only on loan, I decided to pick up my own bike, and instead of one that is running, I wanted to challenge myself. So oh, I here we go. Bought a Suzuki TS100, which is currently in bits. Okay. <laughs> the head is off. Okay. Previous owner has repainted the frame. The tank is a little rusty. The shocks need replacing. The seat pan is very rusty. There's a lot to do. I feel like uh, I'm feeling slightly overwhelmed and was wondering if you have any advice or pointers. Where yes. would be a good place to start? And is there a good order to follow with regards of rebuilding? Yes. Also worth mentioning that I have access to a workshop through my friend Dom, who visited you guys last hey, year. Dom. Hey, yes. hey Dom. Yeah, Which I'm Dom. really grateful for. Uh, thanks in advance for your advice and for the great podcast that you put out there, Hannah. Okay, one thing I want to say before anybody else jumps in. Um, the thing that helps me whenever I'm tackling a big project is to compartmentalize and put right. it into boxes. Don't get overwhelmed with the huge picture. Just do one little section at a time, and that way you'll kind of just calm down um, and not peter out because you're overwhelmed and the- my my personal method is actually take the bike apart leave it everywhere buy another bike take that one apart too <laughs> and give up on everything yes no that's and alas what happens but cat uh, you really nailed it there if hannah looks at the whole picture it's easy to get overwhelmed so start with a project on the bike let's say start the engine the head's off okay Get the head back on the engine, get the engine painted, get it looking pretty, put it in a bag, put it on a shelf in the garage. Then move on to something else, do the front end, get that done. And get the bike into four or five 
big finished pieces and just um, when you do that leave it and come back to it six years later there so, you go. <laughs> and, and let me jump in i actually have the four stages that we've come up with here go on then first one is running just get it running get that engine to run it doesn't matter how good it's running just get it running right second thing make it rideable that means there's enough things working on it that you can hop on it just go down the street make sure the transmission works right feel the suspension the next step is safe now make sure your brakes are all working all the all the mechanics are functioning but it can still be ugly as sin the last step would be sellable that's when you get into the paint and making it pretty so running safe the, s- uh, no. the well, running writable safe sellable why is why is writable before safe that's what i was going to say writable cuz you need to be able to test the transmission go through the gears that's when you but, just hop on it and go down the street cuz it's it's going still might to be, be at that point where safe. you don't know if it's going to work you, you might have uh, one brake working just enough to be able but you know what liza the, 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 liza also teaches people how to go before she teaches them how to stop when that teaching is so people not how to ride. <laughs> i'm i'm kind of reading between the lines here with hannah but the first is she bought the bike in bits. Yeah. And when you buy a bike in bits, it's kind of different rules. But the second is, actually, there's three. The second is it's a TS100. So the youngest that bike's going to be is f- pretty much 40 years old. Yeah. Is that two a t- Yeah, it's a little su- single CC trail bike, um, TS Trail Sport. And the TS100 is a sweet little bike. I bought one brand new in 78. Um, real neat little bike and that was pretty much the end of the line in 78 so it could go back to about 71 72 so and the third she's got history so I think she I get the impression she wants to make something more than just a rideable bike with this well, the, the other thing to remember is it's not about the destination it's about the journey right exactly and it's about everything you learn throughout so even if you end up with it not running think about what things you did learn on this and uh, tackle it but the trick i think everyone here has learned is have a running bike on the side yeah. you need yeah. for your own sanity be able to hop on and go for a ride and then yeah, come back project and bike it. is a second but bike. yeah dom's such a neat guy here you know it's and dom's smart he gets yeah, his hands dirty dom yeah he, he'll, he'll help he, you out and it's a two-stroke so it's yeah. It yeah, could be I mean, worse. Yeah, I was going to say, be the, dealing the, with valves. the worst thing that's going to happen is you might and need cams. to put rings in it. You might need to put crank seals in it. That's the worst. So, and it's yeah. a little hundred, too. It's, it's like it's... Yeah. Good luck with your project, Hannah. Um, hey, and real quick, I've got a postcard from our friend Mark who stopped in to visit us, and he took off on his trip. Um he says, hey, Misfits, having a great time out on the open road, meeting some great riders from all over, camped with some Canadians at the Grand Canyon. Whoop. An electrical issue is keeping me in Tucson for a day or two. Best, Mark. So, right. um, Thanks, Mark. We actually got mail. This is the first piece yeah, of Yeah, like, he sent postcard. around 66 postcards. That's cool. Been, we really got cool. mail. I've been so, following his adventure on uh, Instagram. Yeah, he's going like to send us postcards time. and update us. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he's yeah. Meeting, it looks like he's meeting tons I, of people, yeah. seeing cool stuff. I guess he hasn't had, have to, had to call back for extra parts to be sent out yet. When I was riding cross-country, <laughs> I would I would like find the tiniest little towns in which literally nobody lived that had mailboxes. Like, I found one in Idaho. There was nobody there. It was a ghost town but there was a mailbox and i would send my mechanic postcards from them <laughs> <laughs> all right jim you got one cool there story, i just yeah. got an interesting little twisted mind 
Who's up next? What? I missed it. Hunt, huh, Jim? Who is that? Yeah, hey, okay. Hey, this is from Will Turner. <laughs> it's on the back of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. It's holding up. <laughs> hey, Will. Um, I'm going to hold it this way. Uh, hey, Will. Uh, hello, Mike. And other misfits. Mike's not here, man. See what he did there? Uh, no, I thought it was pretty yeah. good. He put that in parentheses. Yeah. Uh, I've been listening to the podcast for a few years now. So thanks for uh, the often inform, uh, informative entertainment and reliable weekly releases. Well done, Liza. Unlike some other podcasts, <clears throat> Cleveland Moto. <laughs> hey, I pay good money for these free podcasts and they're worth every penny. But really, I love that, uh, that my two... Wait, what is it? But really, I love that... Oh, my two favorite motorcycle podcasts are now in cahoots with one another. Please convince Phil to give me a, Z- a zero SR, you know, for marketing purposes. I'd say it's my up the butt bike, but I don't want to give him the wrong message. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now for more serious matters. I'm entertaining the possibility of riding my 1985 Honda Nighthawk 650 to Santa Cruz all the way from Hotlanta. Oh, I wouldn't do that if I were oh, you, darling. Oh, yeah. Do it. With, with, with that said from Emma... With that said from Emma, it's a long way, but nothing that the Nighthawk can't handle, I hope. Yeah. Recently purchased uh, the Nighthawk in very nice running condition for a grand, and I seriously can't find anything majorly wrong with it other than crappy fuel mileage. What is that? Wait, 650? What what year is that? 85 Honda Nighthawk 650? Oh, yeah, those are all right. Okay. <laughs> no, because I, I was thinking it was something else. Okay. No, it's shaft drive. Um, so let me let me finish this because yeah, this yeah. plays right into what you're saying. Is, my arm. Do you guys have any tips or advice for riding this bike on this ride? It's not my first bike. I've been through ten or twenty in five years. Right. <laughs> drill wow. out the uh, drill out. Yeah, the drill, drill out the jet, jet, jet <laughs> But maybe uh, Emma can give me some pointers on things to check before I attempt this trip. A uh, trip this big. Look forward to hearing from you and possibly seeing you all in the future. Much love. The tip is, love if you take it to a bike shop, the mechanic may pee in the airbox and tell you you've got a ro- <laughs> tell, you, tell you you've got a rodent problem, and I'll give you three hundred bucks. less. <laughs> Take nothing less than 300. <laughs> and I'm doing you a favor by giving you 300. Uh, okay. Nighthawk 650. Let me give you a, a very, very brief scenario on the Nighthawk 650. It's got hydraulic lifters. It's got an automatic cam chain tensioner. So what does it mean? It means oil is everything. The first yeah. thing you do before you leave on your trip <laughs> is you change your oil and use decent quality oil. Do not buy cheap oil. Um, Which means... I like Motol 300V, but it's 60 bucks a gallon. Holy Yeah, I know. <laughs> but you know what? If you fry the engine halfway on your trip, well, tra-la-la. I think it'd be, be cheaper a... to put caviar in there. Um, oh. So change your oil, change the plugs, um, make sure the tires are good because you will eat up the tires. Drive tires, oil. Yeah. Drive oil is often overlooked on these oil. Drive oil and the level... Um, and the filler is the same. It's a 17 millimeter hex. Right there, you're looking at it when you look at the shaft drive unit. Pull it out. It's a level. Take a dip. If it's nice and gold color, you're great. If it's sort of gray and slushy, change it. That's about it. That's the final okay. drive oil you're talking so, about? Oh, I like it. Emma, I, I knew you'd go in that direction. Don't you just put your used motor oil in that? Yeah. You just no, down use, the line? <laughs> no, use hypoid gear oil, darling. 
hypoid. I think you should challenge Isaac for the like most random postcard places to send to like do, from. <laughs> do if you can find if you can send me a postcard from a town with population zero. Yeah. yeah. Can can I um, just say that the one thing Isaac said because if you remember a few podcasts back we talked to Isaac about his trip, and it's the the best advice I can give this guy. What was his name again? Will Turner. Wilter? Will, <laughs> Will Will Turner. I said Will, Will Turner out. Will Turner. Will Turner out. Um <laughs> Isaac no. mentioned something. It's if you're on your own, it's kind of crushingly lonely out there sometimes, I, isn't it? It's a I long drive. I didn't have a Senna. It's I do now. It's like I would I would spend like eight hours a day singing to myself, and it's quite a hard habit to break. But I would say like from to add on to what Emma to what Emma suggests, um, I was going to say the exact same thing. Change your oil and then keep on top of it because change it like sooner than you think you have to because that is what fried my bike and that's why it's in pieces right now. Um, just just like make sure like carry some with you if you have to top it off and and check like it. check it like maybe every day um and then on top of that if you're camping um i've plugged it before but freecampsites.net is the easiest way to get across the country for free um like without paying for sleeping anywhere because blm land you can like there's usually dispersed sites and other people have gone there and they'll tell you how to get there and uh yeah, get and get a Senna. Thank you. I checked that fun. site. Did you? Yeah. And did right you find cool stuff? Yeah. Isn't it great? Right by my house. Yeah, there's um I've used it to find free camping and free hot springs over yeah. on the other side here. Nice. It's awesome. I still use it. Wait, so back to the oil. What about like the the normal twenty dollar a gallon oil? No, you know, and that's it, fine. Syn- synthetic but, or um, non synthetic? Syn- if I'm, if you're making how can I put it? If you're just riding your bike normally as we all do. Honda do some great oil. Honda do this GN4 oil. They're very, very proud of their oil. It's 25 bucks a gallon. If you're doing a cross-country trip, now this is extraordinary circumstances. You're riding a bike hour upon hour upon hour. Temperatures changing. You might not get the best fuel because you might find yourself in a little town where the fuel isn't so great. Um, you might be riding it in extreme weather conditions. You might be riding it at altitude. You know, treat your bike to some v- good oil. And how, how often are you changing? What the book says, or is there a different number? Uh, um, you know, if you're running synthetic, 5,000 miles. If you're running normal, about 3,000 But miles. you're on an old Honda, and as somebody who's blown up an engine on an old Honda, like, yeah. I would change it every three Especially if you're riding right. it constantly. And it's funny, you know, like, we... just be safe. I destroyed a bike. Yeah. We're <laughs> sitting here and we're looking at a 1985 650 Honda Nitor. Yeah. They're great looking bikes. So, they're, they're cool bikes. Emma, I knew you were going to go in that direction. You're a mechanic. You think mechanically. I'm right. Gonna, I'm going to give you my top tip. Do it. All right. First of all, let's throw a windshield on that thing. Yes. Second of all... Yes. Get something like an Airhawk seat. Third of all, get a cramp buster or mm. a throttle lock right. something make it more comfortable third of all you're going cross country in the summer uh, a bandana that you can dip in the ice cooler at every gas station right. oh and ask for is ice big. and wrap it and put it on your neck mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is big so uh, you got to remember to stay comfortable and something like a windshield makes right. a huge difference when you're riding yeah, long fatigue. distance 
fatigue over fatigue you know, five, six you. hours fatigue on the road. And less you. dehydration, too, because the wind back. will take that exactly right. away. Um, also, you're going to want to load your bike up with bags and stuff. And I've seen people have stuff not strapped on right or uh, not put the, the luggage stays on it and set, and the side bags will get into the There's tire. There's a website called uh, motobandito.com. They have the low-hanging <laughs> balls. They have these great luggage balls. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll recommend them. No, I, I'm, so I'm, make sure that you're very comfortable on it and get your creature comforts. And even though it's going to be hot, wear your gear. Always. I'll, I'll recommend a uh, windshield for old Hondas. I used a Slipstreamer turbo fairing mm-hmm. Showing it for like one hundred sixty-four dollars on uh, on JP Cycles, it's right. it's worth it. They're they're slipstream is so real it. good fairings. Uh, Memphis Shades do real good fairings. I rode for, with yeah, I rode with my with my helmet right. shield I up thi- the whole way. Yeah, I think you like the the slipstreamer. Jonathan Dalton likes the Memphis Shades. He's got um, a slipstreamer, I think. It looks exactly a- like anything mine. Anything that will take a yeah. lot of that wind off of your body. But you see, I'm, I'm thrilled you're thinking about Will's comfort. What, oh, what about the, the beaded seat? Because, my goodness, no. there's... Didn't we see one of those recently? Yeah. So it had the beaded seat. Yeah. You know, Henry I, I, has it on the Viver, and I, literally you get to feel the breeze. If I had balls, yeah. I would... There's <laughs> no doubt. That's what I would ride with. You know, that whole thing started in Paris. It's the Parisian taxi drivers oh. who kind of started that whole no. thing. Yeah, like... 50 years ago. Oh, and oh everybody's gosh. like, what the hell? Bosley said right. yes. Yeah. Oh, I should warn you all, I was chasing a possum in here the other night. Oh, you there were? is a possum. Okay, well, Boz can probably you hear it. You didn't out. tell me this when I went in the possum corner, Eliza. No, God damn it. Baby. It's a baby. It's a baby. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. baby possums? As it's long a baby. as it's a baby, it's a it um, But yeah, no, um, do it well. You're going to have a great time. You're going to meet a lot of good people. Um, the thing that's really going to help him out, if you look at the picture of the, if you look, just in front of the valve cover on the front of the frame. Yeah. You see that? That is an oil cooler. It's so and little. that is going to save your ass. Okay, I do want to mention something here next to that picture. There's a picture of me that was drawn in Monterey and this lady who drew that fucking picture. <laughs> it looks like you. She, she, drew, she drew the motorcycle with no reference out of her oh, mind. She did. And she turns to us and goes, what's this little part under here, the one I just drew? And I'm like, what What That's kind not, of question is that? You it's drew like it. a blob. It's nothing. This is so yeah, hilarious, dude. Was, Holy she was shit. quite uh, uh, a unique individual. Hey, I, I wanted to take a chance to get to know our guests a little bit better. Yeah, come on, guys. You're so, on the spot. So, Jamie and Leah, you came up from Santa Barbara? We, we live right near Solving. I know you guys oh, know where Oh, wow, okay. We live up in that valley up above there. So. Okay, so you drink a lot of wine. No. No. <laughs> and you're vegetarians. What the hell? Yeah. Wait, fish so, and uh, eggs. Fish and eggs. Fish and eggs, yeah. Okay. I, so, so you live near Sunny Inez? Yeah, yeah, we, we live, live in Sunny Inez. Oh, okay, I okay, love okay, that. Okay. They have the best ska- stagecoach museum that no one has oh, ever heard wow. about We've in never San Diego. Dude, never been it's there. epic. Now, you're talking. I'll go. Um, I'm going to go. Neverland is in San Diego. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> the Reagan Ranch was in San Diego. Yeah, that's up on the roof. They oh, say. You have refu- good neighbors. Yeah. yeah Daryl right. Hannah lives in San Diego. Oh, yeah, right by us. <laughs> really? What? Yes. She's right gone. by us, yeah. Splash. Seriously, <laughs> no, I, I've been no, watching since eight movies and that. I think the correct term is sploosh. Actually, what's your name? Oh, Kelly, like. um, Kelly LeBrock lives. Yeah, there. Kelly LeBrock. Oh, oh yeah, she's got the big inflatable lips, hasn't she? <laughs> I don't know. She's very nice. All right, yeah. so um, no, now that we've covered good. your neighbors, thank you. Um, so you, you meant you're riding the it's XR 1200, right? 
Harley, that and you put a brat seat on. Yeah, uh, just because I know you guys love those. Because you took the best part of the bike off. So. <laughs> <laughs> and and you, put a, you put a park bench on there. The boat seat is not good if you've ever ridden it. No, it's not. Right. It so looks you, good. You did that for it Leah? Doesn't was that feel the point? Good. Yeah, part of it is for, I mean. Just take it, the comfort it, right how out. How was of it? it? Tell. No, that other seat was horrible. The yeah. brat seat is way better. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's for then, function. We we before that we rode a, and we always we ride two up a lot and before that we rode a, the nine hundred the the super sport nine hundred. All right. We cut. I cleaned out the triangles and cut the. Um, oh, nice. Cut the subframe off the back and remade one. And that thing was great. And we still like she said you can't sell that bike. You know, and I was talking about getting the XR and. Um, we just it hasn't got any time but no seat time at all since we got the XR so now we need to clean the carbs and stuff alright so let's start with Leo what kind of bike do you ride and we're moving along okay (laughs) she has has a couple of bikes I do have two I actually have have two I have a little TS90 okay She's very pretty. Oh, that's great. She's testing my patience. <laughs> okay. And I have a KZ440. That's right. Yep. Yeah, the LTD. Mm-hmm. Those I like those LTDs. I've had a few. I okay. do too. Okay. So, and then, Jamie, what bike was your first bike? The 440. So, you, how long have you been riding? Well, no, wait. Um, I started riding Glamis in a three-wheeler, like... What's Glamis? Glamis is a place that's like 78,000 acres of sand Oh, it's dunes. a place. It's not a bike. Yeah. I'm like, Glamis, what? yeah. So it's like Should sand dune riding three-wheelers, and I um, had a bad crash. And I Wait a minute. Script. You crashed a three-wheeler? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, right. Crazy. <laughs> These yeah, ones just like, flip you immediately I backwards. I was drinking <laughs> a, lo- a lot too many beers at the sand drags, oh, and then um, oh, uh, third gear... A fifth gear on a third gear jump, and it was bad. I missed the landing and went down into. Sounds a like hole. something Phil would do. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It, it, it sounds like a Phil move. <laughs> yeah. All right, so, uh, so were you? Have you been riding? How long have you been riding? So, street bikes only probably six years now. Oh, right on. Yeah, so not that much. And I started. We lived in North County, San Diego, and yeah. we were hanging out with these seaweed and gravel guys, and they're really a great bunch, and they helped us, I like... I love that name. Seaweed and gravel. Yeah, I do. Yeah, they're great. Dave is a... Dave and uh, Sounds Jared. like a Hanna-Barbera show. Brady. <laughs> like they helped us monsters. so much. They took us in. And it was like... It's kind of like this. You know, a, guy, a bunch of people sitting around talking about bikes, and they're yeah. kind of a... They're misfits, too. It, you know, it's like... So they helped us a lot. And oh, fantastic. Yeah, it's a great group down there. And um, they kind of lit the, the street bike fire under you. Yeah, they go on rides. They just do... They have a ride on every, you know, other Saturday or something. And I, I want to come clean. I, I think a lot of people have the false impression that we, during the day, sit around and talk about bikes. We usually save that for the podcast. We actually spend a lot of time sitting around talking about penises, right? But <laughs> 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 multicolored <laughs> penises. What is with all the penises? There's a lot of penises. We had rainbow penises. We were talking about like bicolored penises. Like it a was great. Bottle opener penis. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's the wood. It, it's here. Wood? It's here. Okay. Nigel yeah. was in here working on his front end, and Bex and I were just having. A, I'm I'm inquisitive, and she was just 
telling me about the penises she's experienced and oh, seen. Oh, And Nigel's just sitting here in the corner just listening. <laughs> Liza, Liza, this well. is the greatest. Okay, so, so Nigel and I are both working on our front fork seals. So I was like, dude, we're seal buddies. You know, and he didn't go for it at all. And then uh, <laughs> Isaac came in with the best. He said, you know what um, seal is in French? Isaac? It's fuck. So, <laughs> Nigel and I... <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, the, uh, yeah, I have been again. informed. Oh, so I have saying, not verified. We, we continue to make Nigel feel uncomfortable. I have okay. been informed that Liza, the French word for seal is fuck. I, Liza picks the person <laughs> that she feels that she can easily torture that day. <laughs> and, and today she, it was Nigel. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So Nigel me. decided to do his fork seals today. He chose to torture himself. That guy yeah, no, is going to have a sunburn. Yeah. That's true, but... Getting Nigel and Bex together, I'll take the guilt for that. Because well, what <laughs> I did a couple weeks well, ago, actually. Well, well, you left out the entire punchline. What did you? What did you come up with? Yeah, no. But Emma, while the train, and I'm watching the train derail. Let's go back to learning. I thought we were about Jamie's exactly. motorcycles. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So you've not been riding that long, but you've been riding dirt. Yeah. Well, we you've live in a 65 acre ranch, and oh. <gasps> Can yeah, we like a, can we bring some dirt bikes down there? No, but there is there's like <laughs> Zaka Station that's like right there that you can go ride. There's tracks and it's probably like the one place you guys talk about. Oh, Hollister, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, there's it's a ranch and they the guys train there. And there's also in Lompoc, there's mm-hmm. another ranch place that lets people ride. And there's those guys are super cross guys that have tracks that you can ride and jumps and all that so do you, have, do you have any dirt bikes now well i have a 72 xl ch that i'm making into a dirt bike if that oh, makes cool. any sense at all what like is an, an xl ch that's, that's a short stuff old sportster oh yeah oh, like, okay when yeah. you said excel i'm like uh okay like yeah, a honda yeah. xl three no, okay, no. i want like a i want a really no. bad dirt bike so no, does that, like an old sport does that have an electric starter is it kick no starter? it's kick only you, okay you've got to watch out for sports the knee it's happened oh no it's done it to you yeah i'm already i limp already yeah you're gonna cripple yourself with that thing that's awesome i love it you know because if you go anywhere like hollister you go on the fourth of july in hollister and you get all these old harley guys and they're all limping and you're like sports the knee and they're like oh yeah sports the knee you know, yeah. sport, kickstart <laughs> sportsters take if, your knee out. If you straddle it and kick it, you can easily bend your knee the wrong way. So oh, and I, you're I, crippled for life. I put my left knee on the seat, and that okay. seems to mitigate it. Baby possum. <gasps> no Is it baby possum? Right okay. There. Holy All right. shit. Oh, I gotta go yes, get it. I gotta so go cute. get it. Oh my God, I just really? found a whole roll of electrical tape nope. on the floor. I think oh my God, really? That is good. more we cool than one. the possum. We were, we were literally <laughs> okay. scared of we, one. We have... We're gonna keep rolling, but we're gonna catch this possum. No, we are gonna roll. It's so cute. Liza's the possum That's my helmet. But we are recording live. We've got a baby possum in the house. It is remarkably cute. Eliza is getting the rhino skin gloves. I'm going to narrate this. I've got my mic. Okay. Uh, (laughs) This is the first over here. Ooh, now that you're standing up, I have a great view of your ass. Yeah, my blown out pants. Yeah. Oh my God. Eliza's going to back in the front. So there's a long story with these pants and not one for right now. (laughs) 
Get it, Liza. They're for sale if you want them, Isaac. <laughs> no, I, I like them better on you. Progressively worse throughout the day. So Liza's <laughs> rummaging through a uh, pile of bike parts right now. She's trying to scare this possum. It's under this. We'll get back to Bozzy, you. Bozzy, he's like, I don't care. You got jerky. I see it. I see it. Bozzy. Grab it, Liza. It moves on. It's coming towards you, Bex. Okay. Got it. it out. You got it? No. <laughs> I got this. It's not he's going out. It's not going out. It's going to pee on my jacket. Oh, I see its little head. So rad. Oh, good. Tail. And this is how Tail. Liza died of breaking. Good. Yeah! Oh, he got it. It's so cute. I can't see. Do they fight? Look, it's so cute. It's going to start pooping, and Liza's going to start gagging. And it'll start peeing on her. What are you going to do with it now? It's drooling. Oh, my God. It's tiny. Yeah. Oh, it's pooping. Oh. In typical possum fashion. Hold on. It's like a rat. It's okay. Don't shake it. Don't shake it. I know. We're going. Does it live here? It's literally taking a shit in Liza's hands. Okay, hi. Wow. That is the cutest thing. I don't he think is, it is. A, that is a tiny possum. Oh like Say, I want to pet much. the possum. I do not, and I'm between you and Emma. Okay, <laughs> let's get a good photo here so we can show our listeners. Don't. Oh. Don't hide. She's kissing it. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> okay, right. One, that two, was the day it okay. bit her in the neck. Look at. How did it oh, wink its, it's ear? Smiling. Not bring that ear me, please. <laughs> Coming through. Oh, it's oh. pooping again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Dropping no. bombs over here. Oh. Hello. Whoa, it doesn't like that. It's very soft. Yeah. They're actually pretty soft. Rear feet. Oh, it's blowing snot. It's okay. Try the teeth. The teeth are actually surprisingly gentle. Are you going to keep it? Whoa. What are you going to do with it now? A male. Yeah, and Liza's traumatizing the Are listeners. Are you trying to get Yeah, away? so no, this is I what just... we do in Santa Cruz. We're very, we're very pet-friendly and eco-friendly <laughs> here. No, thank you. Have do you, you wanna... touched the possum? <laughs> no, uh, yes, I have. I had to. I had to... Uh, he's I like, no, you. I don't want to touch it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Which gloves are those so we can burn them? Just let it outside or something. Yeah, what do you... So this is uh, actually the second time we've recorded catching a possum. In what a, what is the name of it? Is it a pet? No, no, no. it's wild. It's I wild. Mean, it literally lives. Here. It lives in the garage. Ooh, At sweet. least we don't have a pet. Skunk. Every year in, in spring and summer, they, yes. the little babies uh, run around. And, hello, possum. There's like no place for it to hide in here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely no They usually live under this uh, this cabinet right here. They live you know, by the welder. We'd, we'd pull it away. About a month to, like, ago, um, we're doing the podcast, and I'm just sitting yakking on, on about some mechanical stuff or another. And I think it was Isaac who said, there is a giant rat walking <laughs> there was. a beam across your head. Like, oh, my God. Was it, a, was it a possum or was it a rat? No, it was a rat. It was an actual oh, rat. It was huge. Rats are cool. Rats are nice. Yeah, yeah, they do the pooping thing too. Anyway, what were we talking about? <laughs> okay, so um, motorcycles. We were talking oh, about sports to knee. Sports to knee. Actually, um, we were just wrapping up because because he said we can't come down and. Yeah. yeah uh, now that we know we can't ride on your property, like, no, no. <laughs> um, but I did want to just share some updates on some stuff. It's kind of cool. Everyone knows I've been putting together this uh, all women's trip to Pakistan. It's turning out to be uh-huh. a pretty pretty cool trip. I'm excited, and I hadn't been um, I hadn't been sharing 
all the information with everyone because, um, well, I wanted to give her some privacy because I, I'm glad to announce that Elsbeth Beard, who was a guest on our podcast, she's going to be coming on this trip. Nice. And um, she has a book coming out next month called Lone Rider about her trip around the world. And so it's pretty cool. cool. Uh, you can go on Amazon and, and pre-order that. Um, I'm excited. It's going to be a good read. So when she went across Pakistan, she talked about how she kind of kept her helmet on, didn't want people to know that she was a woman. This was early 80s? Yeah. 80? yeah. She camped on the side of the road and kind of avoided in the big cities and stuff. And I said, hey, Elspeth, would you like to have a chance to have a do-over and come and this time actually be like, you know, applauded? For, for being a woman and and come see Pakistan out and proud woman and not just that but be a role model to some Pakistani women there and we're going to teach some women how to ride bikes there and she said that sounds great Bosley like thought it sounded too. good too easy, easy, easy. Um, so I really wanted her to be able to have her journey there it's not about her it's really about us group of women and the women that we're going to be uh, meeting over there and the, the girls schools are going to so I think it's cool but I wanted to make sure everyone know that her her book is out and it's a, such a great read she's a really cool woman a couple other people have been guests uh, Stephanie Yu uh, 250 superhero um, also, also Lauren Trantham we're going to have such a great group so I've been working on that it's really coming together and we're going to start doing some press pretty soon on that and you got a chest cutter in the group which is always good uh, yes, we have a heart surgeon coming. Yeah, it's yeah, we're going to be equipped. Um, also, we want to make sure people know that we got a vampires rally coming yep. up next weekend. Mm-hmm. And Friday night is the let's go for a ride, woohoo ride. It's a spirited ride. Spirited, mm-hmm. fun, fun, fun. Spirited fun. That's at seven o'clock, Cafe Pergolesi in Santa Cruz. Wear all your gear. Wear all your gear. All of it. This is not the naked ride. This is not the naked ride. <laughs> this is not the, this naked, is not the naked ride. <laughs> Doug, I'm getting confused. Is this what we've kind of referred to as the hooligan ride, or is this something else? It's a spirited ride. It's a. St- Will it be? <laughs> this is what. Yeah, okay. What we were avoiding. This is what we were trying to avoid. Yeah. Okay. I hear you. <laughs> It's a spirited ride. It's okay. nobody. I mean, you ride at your pace. Okay. There's a ride yeah, Saturday I, too, know, isn't there? Nobody's going to be listening to this fucking podcast. Who's going to be a cop or something? Um, <laughs> yeah, this is the hooligan ride, but okay. we don't usually announce that it's a hooligan ride because right, right, it's because, illegal. Yeah. So I was in the future. I was very keen not to say the <laughs> yeah. H word. You called me on it last week too, and I was like, <laughs> ah, you asked the same question last, last week? week. Yes, you did. Oh, oh. oh no, week before. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, it's yes, right. it's the hooligan ride. Uh, we go out and be hooligans. Um, okay. And then Saturday is the lead ride through the mountains. There'll be different skill level uh, packs that you can go through okay. with different leaders, and it's uh, very organized. Now, Emma, the one ride we do not talk about publicly is the naked hooligan ride. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. God. It's <laughs> <laughs> so stressful. God, that's so stressful. <laughs> oh. Just picture picking bugs out. But I wanted to see, uh, so... so <laughs> Jamie and Leah, uh, you got to hang out here in the garage and kind of see what's going on. Were your expectations met or exceeded? Mine were surpassed. I think. <laughs> yes, oh, surpassed. The bar was just, really low. 
It never, made my birthday. You've never heard really? dick and balls as much in one day before. Thank you guys so much. It's oh, you're very, very welcome. It was very nice. Yeah, thanks for coming out. Thanks yeah. for tacos. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah there were sometimes you were just kind of sitting there watching. I'm like, are we yeah. si- being silently judged? No, or do they just what think we're highly amusing? <laughs> There's a lot going on mm. outside and the podcast, and sometimes it's fun just to sit and watch what's going on. Just yeah. take it you all in. You can learn from or, just watching, or I take mean, in as much as you can. It. And yeah, yeah, yeah. it's awesome. Thank you very. very oh, you. I want to well. say happy birthday to you. Yeah, thank you. Happy Emma sang to me earlier. What a, too, what a great happy. Yeah, I'm honored that you came up to spend the day on your birthday weekend with us. Yeah. And um, next time, let us know you're coming and we'll get a stripper. Next time, I'll be on a bike. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Be on the KZ 440 LTD. I'll probably have a better one than that. Uh, okay. Oh, I want yeah. so, you're done with it. Well, okay. Okay. No, I don't have one. Come on. <laughs> What's your up the butt I bike? I don't yeah. have one yet. Come on. She has no butt yet. No, I've got plenty of that. <laughs> no, but she definitely CRD. has been checking out the garage and learning and talking and and yes, the expansion of you was oh huge. Uh, yeah, I've had some sort of reservation with writing, and I think this has kind of pushed me past that point. How good? So well, good, and you know, every skill level of uh, of person is what so welcome here. And in our listenership, we have people who've never ridden before. And we've seen people come down here who've started off not riding at all and now are accomplished riders, like Micah. Yeah, so. exactly. Who's riding bikes in ho- where Holland. Holland? Holland, yeah. Um, I'm waiting for the international incident to take place. They ended up in Germany. They were, they were in Germany even. So, yeah. So, I mean, she's the, Charlie's touring riding a Europe RC right now on her motorcycle. And she's on an MT. She's on yeah. a something 125. And I think yeah. the yeah. fact that Charlie hasn't been locked up yet is a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> no. If he was alone, All right. he probably hey, let's, would be. Hey, let's surprising. get to Jamie. I know you were preparing for this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I don't. What? Come on. What's your up the butt? Bike? Do it. Mm. Do it now. Okay. You were preparing for this. Yeah, I know. I just can't decide. There's two. Oh, oh okay. Or you three. Like okay. maybe that. Well, maybe that Britain in Solving. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But can I ride that on the street? Extremely butt worthy. No, you cannot. No, uh, but hey, oh, I don't. No, I'm, but you can. Okay. Put uh, WD-40 all over your naked body and <laughs> slide around on it. Yeah. <laughs> that would be good. I'd like to see that. The shit that Liza mm. thinks no. about. <laughs> this um. is literally it, the guys. <laughs> <laughs> There is a motosexual t-shirt, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. That, so that's the 53 panhead that Chopper Dave built last year for oh. for um, Born Free. I'll take that. Right. Are you going to Born Free this year? Yeah. Are you guys going? Mm. Mike is some on the fence. Us, Bex wants to go. I'm planning. This is my plan. I'm not. but we're, Make, make sure you be. look for Matt Harrison on in his crutches and tell him you said hi from us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll do definitely. Yeah. Uh, He's a good old boy. He's Speaking 40 Cal Customs, right? 40, 40 Cal, Cal Customs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super, I heard super him cool person. guy. I've been super watching cool. him um, literally make wheels from scratch for the Born wow. Free for his Born Free bike. Nice. Like literally from scratch. We're going to bring our van to San Onofre and have a campsite if anybody wants to come. Oh, cool. So, um, Leah, I'm going to give you an up the butt bike. How about that? <laughs> okay, I'll take it. I want you to work yourself up to an F800 GS. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. A BMW. Uh-huh. Exactly. Those are nice. That is what Those I want. Really I do nice. want a BMW. Okay. I love BMWs. I, I think an F800 GS would be great. You have been anointed and given permission. It's like they're like the 1200s, but it's less a, wanky. Yeah. Wanky? Is it the sideways? Yeah. No, no, no the, the F800. F8, oh, oh, yeah, 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 it's not the sideways thing. She really likes the one with the computer tower motor with the sideways heads. That's okay. the wanky one. Yeah. Oh, oh no, that's like, no, you're talking about like an R80? Like the R, R100. Or R65? Or, yeah. yeah, no. R65, oh, I think. Yeah, R65. I think. We were looking at the Cafe Racer Dreams build one today. All right. This thing is winding down. I'm tired from chasing possums. So, um, we got through a lot of emails and I really appreciate everyone who sends them. And I want to make sure that you know that um, if, if you send a short one, it's pretty sure to get read. If you send a long one, it's definitely going to be read, maybe not read on the air, but we still appreciate it. And I love that there are people who I, I think that it just comes out of them. They want to share right. their story because they kind of feel, you know, akin to us, like they're they're part, right. an extension of us. We we get that. I love it. So if you send a long one, don't be disappointed if you don't hear us read it on the air because we do read them. Exactly. And we do it read all a lot. We read yeah. every single one, but we don't read on the air. Every, every one a week one. we get, we read it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we, we read and appreciate every single one. And I appreciate the people that make the effort to come by and say hi. Yeah, that's so great. Yeah, that's such so a, cool. Such a, it's cool, yeah. And uh, just a quick update. We added a couple new things to the Zazzle store. You can now get the uh, Naked Gym or the Emma Motosexual mugs that have Recycle Garage motorcycles and misfits on the other side the naked gym is the top selling mug to <laughs> um, thanks to naked gym does it have an elephant straw coming on like an elephant trunk straw uh, there's there's always elephant in the in the thing. but i think there's a there's a molded possum turd in the bottom of the mug oh, sort of goodness. molded into the porcelain <laughs> don't oh, buy the gosh. naked gym mug because the motorcycle mug is considerably superior. Well, of course it is. Yeah, yeah. thank you. <laughs> it holds gin instead of coffee, right? Yes, darling. <laughs> and, a, and a thanks again to Sheila in Texas, who I did hand out all of the Do Not Remove Helmet stickers yes. that she made for us. Thank awesome. you. So that was rad. A lot of stickers got put on the helmets today, so it was really cool. Mm-hmm. So on that note, I think that we're ready to wrap up. Uh, just a reminder, go to motorcyclesandmisfits.com. You'll find the link to anything you would ever want to do with us there. Miss you, Zach. You're so much better at, at uh, saying the exit. I just, I just got <laughs> I know. Hey, but we're going to be seeing Zach. He's coming out in October, I think. Yep. yep. And he's going to be at AMA Vintage yep. Days. Oh, nice. Yeah, so, so, yeah, for anyone coming out, definitely look for us. We're going to be with Cleveland Moto. It is going to be the biggest shit show ever. Oh, good Lord, The yeah. Misfits and Cleveland Moto together so, again. Um, <laughs> so, it's, it, right now, it's you, Liza, mm-hmm. me, and Jim. And Zach. And Zach. And a and bag Zach. full of dicks. Knock's <laughs> not going this time? No. Yeah, he couldn't handle it, huh? He they banned him after it. the incident. <laughs> yes, that one. So, yeah, if, if, you, if you're planning on going to Vintage Day, swing by and see us. And, yeah, and thanks again to you two on the couch for coming to yeah. join us. We really appreciate it. Thank you. And um, on that note, I think we're ready to wrap up. Yes, thanks we again. are. This is Liza. Doug. Meow. Isaac. Emma, darling. Leah. Jamie. Naked Jim. Aloha, Bex. Hey, and we are out of here. Go, go, go. Go, go. go. go.